Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Dear Imani Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Dear Imani. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. So this week was a really busy week, I'm gonna be honest, which is why you probably noticed I gave no prompts for like any questions to ask you guys because the week went by extremely fast and it was just super long. Um, at Disney, we have these things called overnights, which basically just means we are rehearsing in the middle of the night, clocking out like at 4 to 5 a.m. because we have to rehearse when the park is closed. So it's long hours. And then ultimately, that messes up your next day. Because imagine getting home like at 5 a.m., taking a shower, going to bed at 6. You're going to sleep majority of the next day away. And then you're going to wake up and do it all over again. So my days have been messed up. And honestly, it can take like a week to feel normal again after overnights. So I'm trying to get back into my normal routine. Like I haven't worked out this week, went to my workout classes. I haven't gotten in like my 10,000 steps. Eating has been weird. I feel like I've been eating just chips (laughs) at rehearsal and that's pretty much it. So I'm excited to get back into a normal routine and I will be in the studio again next week. Right now I am recording at home in the comfort of my glam room office closet. By the way, if you haven't seen that, go to my YouTube channel, quick plug, okay? Because I give you guys a tour of my glam room, which is super cute. It has like the Kardashian like mini version look, you know, with the shelves. Mine are from Ikea though. So I'm giving like... Kardashian on a budget but watch that YouTube video because it's really cute and my closet's cute but that's where I'm recording out of right now so I don't really know if this is going to be the best quality of recording and if you hear something outside it's because my room is kind of by the outside area so you might hear horns or sirens or whatever just ignore that okay but yeah I'm excited to be giving you guys this episode even though it was a busy week I still wanted to make sure that I gave y'all a new episode on Friday because Durimani is not going nowhere, okay? Even on the hard weeks, we're still getting this podcast done, okay? So this week, I'm going to be talking all about the more, more, more syndrome, which is something I just made up. But to me, what that means is that we're always looking for more. We're always looking for what's next. We always want more out of life. And we're never just completely satisfied with where we are. So I'm calling that the more, more, more syndrome because... We all have it, and I have it myself. I'm always looking for what's next. I wanted to focus on this topic because I think it's something we all can relate to, one. But two, we are past the halfway mark of 2022. And I know at this point, we can look back at our vision boards and kind of be like, hmm, what did we check off? What are we still planning to check off? And what clearly is not going to be checked off at all by 2023? You know, so I feel like, Using this time to reflect on what the year has looked like so far, while also not being so hard on ourselves for not accomplishing every single thing that we have set out to do. And that's what I kind of want to talk about this episode. So just getting out of the headspace of always wanting more and being so hard on yourself. So what really made me think about this topic, particularly for this week, because Alex and I have like three vacations coming up 
starting next month. So we have somewhere to go October, November, and December. October, we're going to his homecoming. He went to school in Virginia at HBCU, and homecoming is like a huge deal. Like homecoming is not just Beyonce's Coachella special performance. It's an actual real thing. I mean, you know, most schools have homecoming, but in black colleges, it is a whole different level. So I'm super excited for that. We have that in October. November, one of my best friends is getting married in New Orleans. So we'll be in Louisiana in November. And then in December, one of Alex's cousins is getting married in Miami. So we'll be in Miami. And I'm super excited for these trips. But I realized that I was so excited because this is the longest I've gone without traveling. Obviously, during COVID, we weren't traveling. But Prior to that, I was traveling a lot because I was the Miss Washington USA title holder, and we did go some places during COVID, honestly, like during the back end of COVID when we were able to travel again, we went some places. So in the past two to three years, 2019 to end of 2021, Alex and I were going a lot of places, and now all of a sudden, we just haven't traveled in over a year. Like The last place we went was New York of like May or June of 2021. So it's been well over a year now. And I feel just this itch to go somewhere. And I realized that, yes, it's okay to feel an itch to want to go on vacation and when it's been over a year. But it's also coming from this sense of, I just want more. I don't know if I'm bored, if I just want to get out of where I'm living right now, like just do a vacation. But I just want more, more, more. And it also made me realize, like, why is that? Life is fine. I'm content. I'm working on my goals. I'm doing everything I should be doing, but yet my mind wants more. And I honestly feel like it can be a good thing because that means you have goals for yourself and that you want more out of your life. But on the flip side, it can really be negative too, just because you're never happy. You'll never ever be happy if you're only looking for what's next. So like I said in my podcast before, You know, it's not about your first thought, it's about your second thought. So my first thought was, I'm so bored, I can't wait to go on these vacations, I want more. My second thought is my reflection of my first thought, and I thought, okay, well, why do I feel that way? And ultimately, it's coming from me being extra and always looking for what's next. That's something that I want all of us to not have that more, more, more syndrome, because it can really be the death of you, like truly. We also do this in our careers, looking for the next opportunity. We do this with weight loss. You have a goal of losing 10 pounds. You get there, you're like, wait, I want to lose more or wait, I wish I was more toned here. We do that in our relationship sometimes. Like you could be in a full relationship, but then still looking for more and what's out there, what's next. We just do this in so many different components of our life. And I think that if we stop and think about why we do this and figure out how to stop doing this, you will feel more fulfilled in your life because you'll be okay with where you are today. An example of this was after Miss USA. After Miss USA, everybody asks you, what's next? What's next? And it's like, sis, I don't know. I literally just spent my whole entire existence preparing for this prestigious pageant. And here you are asking me, what am I going to do next? I do not know. I'm going to go home, rest for like a month, eat whatever I want, be proud of myself, and just see what life brings me. Like, that's okay, you know? But so many people expect greatness from greatness, which I'm honored that people might think I'm this person that is always striving for something and this person that should be successful. 
I love that people think that of me, but also it's overwhelming because it's like, I don't know what's next. I don't know what's next necessarily. I'm going to get there, but in this moment, I do not. And that's fine because I just accomplished something so big. And I know a lot of people can relate to this when you are in the entertainment industry, especially because everything is project-based. So you could literally film a movie, wrap up a commercial, wrap up a beauty campaign. And someone's like, oh, so what's next? It's like, nobody's asking someone what's next when they work a regular nine to five job. You're not asking Susie that works at the front desk, what's next? What's next? You just let her be. So let people be (laughs) like, stop asking what's next all the time when someone just accomplished something so big. Um, And I, cause I think of that, it just adds a lot of pressure to people. Same thing. People ask all my Disney friends and myself included, like, Oh, you're still at Disney. It's like, yes, I'm still at Disney because that is my J O B. It's my job. Are you still at your job? You know what I mean? Like people ask these questions because they, one, are expecting more and more out of you. So then you start feeling like, okay, well, what should I be giving people? Like, is this not enough of what I'm doing? I'm doing something really cool, but yet people still want more out of me, which starts to play into your mental. And granted, we put a lot of this pressure on ourselves, even if someone isn't asking more of you or asking those questions like, oh, what's next? Or do you still work here and here? We put a lot of that pressure on ourselves because we want to be successful. So I am always looking for more. And that's just my honest truth. So whether it's coming from other people or it's coming from the pressures I put on myself, that is just what I am doing. But I want to be, I want to have a habit of being okay with living in the moment a little bit more and being content with where life has me right now. So I'll just take my life right now. Right now I'm working part-time at Disney. I am doing this podcast. I am a pageant coach. I still have my clothing brand, Miss Girl Co. And I'm trying to do social media. Those are like five different things. And yet I do still want more because I can. I want my life to be so grand. Um, and I'm still modeling too. Like I have a shoot when you're listening to this today. I'll be in San Diego shooting for a clothing company. So I'm constantly, honestly busy, but I still want more because I want more for my, li- my life. I want more money, obviously, okay? I want more success. So I'm doing a lot, but yet my brain is still running like, okay, okay, now what? And that's fine because I'm not 100% where I want to be. So of course, you're going to have to keep thinking about new opportunities, new goals for yourself so you can get to where you want to be. But even in this realm of my life, I still want to pick up something else to do. I was looking at, okay, well, let's look at working for like a social media firm or something just because I'm like, okay, well, what can I do to keep being great, basically? And sometimes you don't just stop to like smell the roses and be like, what I'm, I'm doing all this stuff that is already great. Just focus on those things and see where that takes you before you just keep jumping into new opportunities because you want more, more, more. The more, more, more syndrome. See, you, you guys see where I'm getting at and how this can really be something that is not healthy at the end of the day. So like I mentioned before, these vision boards that we all made in the beginning of the year, we set these intentions And we are so focused on these new goals. I made a whole vision board that has like pictures and everything on it. It was a digital one. It's my screensaver on my computer and it's my screensaver on my phone because I wanted to be able to look at it every day to remind myself the goals and the intentions that I set for 2022. But what I realized with this is that we are so focused on being this new version of ourselves, this new person. 
and looking forward to what's next for us in this new year. But instead, we're not thinking about making our vision boards on things that are already a part of us, like basically expanding what we already do instead of trying to create all these new ideas. You know what I mean? And that's where you start feeling like you failed because you'll look back at your vision board and be like, dang, I didn't accomplish everything or I didn't accomplish any of this because you set your intentions. I don't want to say too high because, girl, the standards should be high. The intentions should be there. But you know what I mean? Like you set them to a point where it's something that you haven't even started yet. Like what if we made our vision boards just expanding the stuff that we've already started in our careers or in our life so that way we can look back and be like wow I am a different person or I'm a new version of myself in a better way because I took these baby steps to get here you know what I mean and I kind of feel like I want to approach my next vision board like that a little bit more so you don't have so much pressure on yourself when I tell you my vision board I was not playing with myself like I was like millionaire in one year, like girl, how, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like things like that. And I'm going to go into my vision board and everything that was on there. I even wrote my letter myself, this letter, if you go to this website called, um, I think it's called like futureme.com or .org. And you can write yourself a letter and I'll email it to you the next year or the next five years. You can literally set the date when you want to receive the email. I did a letter for next year, so it should be coming like January 1st of 2023. Um, and then I did a letter for five years from now too. So I basically, for the the one year letter, I wrote how I envisioned myself going into 2023. And I literally remember writing in there, I was like, hey girl, I hope you're enjoying your new car Because I was just so set on getting a new car this year. I do not believe I will be getting a new car this year. One, I don't need one. And two, just financially, that's just not the smartest choice for me in this moment. Like getting a huge car note. Because I want like a new, at least like a 2021 type of car. I want a small SUV. I want it decked out. So I'm looking like at a a big ticketed item. And the monthly payments are going to be high. And why do that when my car is like almost paid off, you know? So realistically, it's just not a smart move to do at this moment, like before 2022 is over. And I realized that. So that's something that has changed on my goal, on my vision board. And that's okay, you know? But that's an example of what I mean by saying like, you put this pressure on yourself because my letter literally says, I hope you're enjoying your new car. I know you're ripping and running in this new white SUV, I'm about to read this letter on January 1st of 2023 and be like, sis, you know damn well you are still in your Hyundai Elantra. (laughs) So we're going to take a look at my personal vision board. I'm just going to be transparent about what I have on here and if I accomplished it, if I'm still working on it, and if it's just a no, it's a no for me, dog. (laughs) We'll see. Okay, so one of the things I have is a picture of a couple cooking. Because I really wanted Alex and I to cook more because we do eat out a lot and spend a lot of money eating out. And it's just not the healthiest option. So I have like food related. I have on here like healthy foods and cooking together. So this, I give myself like a 5 out of 10 with this. Like I cooked sometimes. And granted the year is not over, okay? So there's there's always time. I want to say that too. There's always time to continue to work on something. But I'm just going to go from... January 1st to now, September, and talk about this. So 
my cooking has been like 5 out of 10 just because I am not consistent with it. That's always been my downfall. I'm not consistent with my cooking. And as my eating healthy, I feel like honestly I didn't really intentionally start eating healthy or trying to until the beginning of August. And this week has been trash because of the overnights like I talked about earlier. Just going to bed late and my schedule just all messed up. My eating has not been the best. But I feel like I didn't focus on that until like this August. So I was a little behind on the intentional eating. So 5 out of 10. I also have one here. Oh, I have like this vacation photo of like girls on vacations and a couple on vacations. It's actually Megan Thee Stallion and her boyfriend on vacation. You know, we're getting there. We go on our vacations at the end of the year of October, November, December, like I mentioned. So I'm going to I'm gonna be checking off those vacation vision boards pictures soon. So we're going to get there, okay? The next one I had on here was like this girl with a bunch of money in her hand. You know, that didn't go, that's not going so well right now. <laughs> I am not rolling in the cash. Like, and when I mean a bunch of money, I'm talking about a millionaire. Like, I'm fine, but I literally, for some reason, thought I should have been a millionaire by now in September. I didn't know how I was going to get there, but I felt like I should have been. So, you know, you never know. Maybe I'll be a millionaire starting, you know, next month. Who Who knows what can happen, obviously, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. So that's on there. <laughs> the next one is getting the house together. So we have done a couple things, I think, towards the house. I mean, I got my whole entire glam room together this year, which was really cool. Um, we actually are planning to do some renovations soon. So we're signing a new lease at our townhouse. And obviously, rent is rising. So we were like, okay, well, we need new things like we want complete completely new carpet new showers we want new countertops for our kitchen um we just want some renovations since we're going to be paying more and we don't plan on leaving since we do have such a big and good space for us um so we're like might as well make it something that is long lasting that we like and that's updated so we will be doing that um and our new lease is in november so hopefully Hopefully, we'll have those renovations in here soon. So, I'll be able to check that off. So, period. Obviously, obviously, like I mentioned, I have this white SUV on my vision board. I don't think that's going to happen. That will happen. I do think that's going to happen next year, Having a, getting a new car. Because um, I feel like I think my car will be paid off by then. So, minus, minus well, I plan to have that car for real this time. I'm not playing with myself. I'm going to get a new car, okay? I really want a small SUV. I also have that girl on here. So obviously in the way of like, I'm that girl, like being the baddest, but more so in the way, you know, like that TikTok trend of being that girl, basically waking up in the morning, making your coffee, going to the gym, doing your hot girl walk, having celery juice, like being that girl, reading, meditating. That's just, I realize that's just not me. Like I do wake up early to go to the gym. I do have protein shakes. I do have iced coffee, but the lifestyle of like this quote unquote clean girl aesthetic, I'm more of like the middle, you know, like I'm a clean girl aesthetic, but I'm also just like vibes, you know, like everything is not cookie cutter. Everything is not like on a specific timeline. That's just not who I am. So I've accepted that. So I'm going to give myself five out of 10 on that one too, because I'm like halfway that girl because I choose to not be that. So that's something that's kind of changed on my vision board too. Another thing I have on here, Miami swim week. So I did try to do Miami swim week 
And I should have just went in person. I did like an online casting and I don't really know how accurate those are. Like if a lot of girls were able to get casted from that and then go to Miami and walk, all the girls that I casted with didn't get it, didn't get it. But I noticed a lot of girls really just flew themselves out there and did castings in person. So that's what I really plan to do next year. It's always been a goal of mine to to walk Miami Swim Week. Um, so I still will have that on my vision board next year. But I did try to do that. So that is a step. Like I look at vision boards too. Like you should be trying to accomplish that. Even if you don't actually get it, at least you, you know, put some effort in. So five out of ten because I tried. I just didn't do it. <laughs> okay. But next year, next year. I have water on here because I want to drink more water. I have been drinking more water, so period. Skin is glowing. I have likes and, like, social media stuff on here. <sighs> you know, social media is just always just something. I feel like I've done better now that I have this podcast because I really have stuff to post. I have a bunch of reels to post and TikToks to post because I'm just taking clips from this podcast. But outside of that, I don't think I can say I've intentionally have been super good at making sure I'm creating content and taking pictures getting dressed and doing all of that, that for some reason is just difficult for me. I don't know, because part of me feels like I need to have like a more extravagant, glamorous lifestyle in the day to day to do that. But the reality is you don't like a lot of these influencers and content creators, they go make their own glamorous life and they film it, you know, like it's up to you to make yourself and your life look interesting enough to post it. You don't have to wait until you actually have a brunch to go to every other every three weeks and that's the only time you post like you can just go get dressed make content and come back home and treat it like a job so that's something that I have not done super well but I've done better than last year I will say so I'll give myself a small pat on the back for that okay I have this children's book so in the beginning of the year Alex and I or me really wanted to make a children's book and that is something that I still want to do I did a lot of research on it I even found an illustrator that I wanted to use we had wrote out the the plot of the book and the characters names and all of that and I just really wanted to write a children's book and that's just a goal of mine that I know I will do eventually but not necessarily right at this moment or by the end of 2022 and I have this goal set out to finish it by like the spring or summer but we just honestly stopped working on it and Alex admits that he just was not fully into it you know he has his own career and things going on and his own goals so it's not something that was a top priority for him so because I was kind of doing all the work I kind of just fell off because I didn't have my partner to like really help so he acknowledges that he was kind of the downfall of that children's book that we'd started because so I do have on here a children's book. I have like best time. I don't know, you know, the book stuff. <laughs> I have that on here too, because I was like, we're going to be the number one children's book of all time. You know, I'd be having the goal, high goals for myself. Um, So that was zero out of 10 because we started it, but did not complete it whatsoever. We got like page one done out of a children's book, which is not a lot because, you know, children's books have like three words on it. So Maybe that would be in my future. I don't know if I'll even write that in my next year's vision board because it's clearly not a priority right now, especially with all the other career goals that I have. But one day, one day, a children's book will be there. I have a girl with a super fit body on here, like my personal body goals. And, you know, no, I'm not there right now. And I've, like I said, I recently in August, I really took, I started taking my eating habits a lot more seriously. So I will say by the end of the year, I think I'll be at least 
mostly 90, 80% where I want to be. So I'm happy about that. So I will be able to check that off because I have been making those steps and that progress to get the body that I would want, that body yaddy yaddy. I also realize that I have PCOS, which is, I don't even know how to explain it, but if you know, you know, a lot of women suffer with PCOS and I started taking hormonal pills um, for that to get my hormones back balanced. And I know that's going to help me too, because my body was just not losing weight, even though I was trying, I felt like, and I felt like everything I eat instantly made me gain weight and I knew something was wrong. And then I recently had kind of like irregular periods. So I knew something was off in my body and I realized I had PCOS. So I have these pills that I've been taking and it really has helped with my mental and my energy levels and my hormones feel a lot more balanced. And it's only been like two weeks of me taking them. So I'm excited to see where this journey goes and like how my body reacts and changes to that as well. So, you know, I think I'm going to be getting snatched by the end of the year, but we'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. And lastly, I have on here is trending podcast and I have my Dear Imani logo and like cover photo on here. So like you guys know, I actually started and thought about this podcast well into last year of um, 2021. And I did my photo shoot back in November of last year And I had this all planned out on my vision board, and clearly I didn't start it until July. So a lot later than I expected, Um, but I did it. So I'm going to give myself a 10 out of 10 on that because I have been consistent with my posting, with my recording, with my social media, with this podcast, and it has truly been growing every week. So I'm going to give myself 10 out of 10 because I did that, okay? Like this podcast is here to stay. And I feel like that's probably my biggest accomplishment on this. Oh, my other one is Miss Girl Co. (laughs) So this one, I have like a bunch of packages on the floor on this picture and like business booming. But the reality is I closed down the site because I was in the process of a rebrand. And my clothing brand is something that I still want to do because I do want to be a multidimensional woman. Like obviously this podcast is like its own business in itself. But at this moment, it's not making money where Miss Girl Co. was making money and it's another business venture. And I definitely want to get that back up and running. It's just my brain was not being able to focus on two different things at once, which is annoying because it's like there's so many people out there that have multiple businesses, also working a job, also having kids, going to school. Like there's a lot of things that people are doing at once. So I can manage two businesses working entrepreneurship. You know, like I can do all of that. I just honestly chose to like take a break. Like I was started the rebranding process and I literally had two different photo shoots with four different models, shot new clothing, and I kind of stopped there, you know, and I started focusing on my podcast and everything, but I do want to get back into my clothing brand because it was a success and people do love the clothing and it's good quality clothing and it's super cute and it's Um, Something that I started from the ground up. So I definitely want to continue that when the time is right. I'll just say that. So we'll see what that looks like. So that was my vision board. And I wanted to go through that. It was kind of like a long winded, but I wanted to go through my vision board just to show you that there's some things that I haven't done on there. There's some things that I have done. There's some things that I will continue to strive for before the year is up. Just to be honest that you can set goals for yourself, but then also not be so hard on yourself because you didn't accomplish all of them. You know, like at that moment when I wrote that vision board, I was looking for more, more, more. I wanted what's next, what's next. But now looking back on it, it's like 
you know what? Be content with where you are and the things that you've accomplished so far towards that vision board. So, you know, I can either look at this like I failed because I didn't do everything or I can look at it like, okay, this is where we are and let's keep building from here. So a huge part of this mindset is also society's role. We didn't get here alone. Society has played a huge factor as to why we think we always need more. So even take social media, obviously, people living a lavish lifestyle, being successful, being successful at a young age, showing this highlight reel. We think that everyone is living rich and living bomb. You know what I mean? Like, that's all we see because everyone's only showing their best sides on social media, which is fine. Like, why would you want to show the crusty side? That's the whole point of Instagram is looking cute, right? So it's it's not anyone's fault for showing their highlight reel. But as a viewer, we start thinking that everyone's on this level and we're the only ones not. But the reality is most people are struggling or most people are trying to figure figure it out too. But this kind of plays into why we want more and that we think we need to be at a certain place at a certain age. And for women specifically, society, you know, tries to make us feel less valuable after like 30 years old, which when you think about age and adulthood in the grand scheme of things, 30 years old is so freaking young. Like your 20s are honestly like the pregame to adulthood, you know, like you're just like trying to figure it out. Put your feet in, put your toes in the water. And then I think 30s is when you're like, okay, I'm an adult for real this time. And then you just start moving from there. But 30 is so, so young. I mean, even just take Queen Elizabeth is 96 years old. Like if you were 30 years old, you got 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. That's 60 more years of life. You know how much life is going to happen in 60 years if you're blessed enough to see 96, you know what I mean? So in the grand scheme of adulthood, that's very young. If you're comparing yourself with Generation Z and you're and you're looking at these TikTokers that are 16, yeah, you're going to feel a little old because you're 30. But if you're just thinking about adulthood in itself, 30 is very young, but society makes women specifically feel like, just, just feel, make, me, make us feel like we are less valuable and dusty as we get older. But the reality is the price only goes up from here. That's inflation, baby. Like, we only get bomber as we get older because we get wiser. We get more successful. We get more money. You know what I mean? So, and like I said, women specifically, we are taught to be scared to turn 30 because we should be married. We should have kids. We won't be as hot, et cetera, et cetera. Like, whatever other point society tries to throw at us of what we should be and the kind of woman we should be by the time we reach a certain age. And that plays a huge effect on our mental and how we approach our lives on a day-to-day. And obviously it's not just women, it's for everyone, but women specifically, I think, deal with that a lot more than men. And actually, Chesley, the former Miss USA who unfortunately passed away, um, wrote an article on Allure magazine that was called A Pageant Queen Reflects on Turning 30. And I really love this article because I think a lot of women are women in the entertainment or just honestly anyone, men and women, can relate to this so much. And I'm going to read like some of the quotes and the bits that I pulled from the article that I thought were um, interesting or thought that you would like to listen to. So um, here's one. She says, each time I say I'm turning 30, I cringe a little. Sometimes I can successfully mask this uncomfortable response with excitement. Other times my enthusiasm feels hollow, like bad acting. Society has never been kind to those growing old, especially women. 
She also says, but turning 30 feels like a cold reminder that I'm running out of time to matter in society's eyes. And she says, after a year like 2020, you would think we'd learned that growing old is a treasure and maturity is a gift not everyone gets to enjoy. Reading that and, you know, knowing what happened to her really puts that all into perspective just because that is how a lot of women and people feel. You feel like what you're doing is not enough. You feel like what you're doing, you feel like you should be doing more. And we get to a point where we're afraid to get older, which like she said, that's something that should be treasured and celebrated to be able to see another day. Like truly not everyone gets to wake up tomorrow. And the fact that we start dreading it because we turn 30, 35, 40, like, are you kidding me? Like really think about that. That's actually really sad. We should be looking at people that are older, like, wow, that's incredible. I can't wait until I'm able to age or get older. So I thought that was a really good point that she made. And what's crazy to me is that she talks about all of this, even with all of the success that she had, she still felt the pressure of needing and wanting more. So if someone like this, that was an all-star athlete in college, turned attorney, turned Miss USA, turned household name, turned extra news entertainment correspondent, felt like this, imagine how the rest of society feels. Most of society is not, quote-unquote, as successful as she is, you know, and she still felt like that. So imagine what everyone else feels like. We all feel like we want more, more, and more, and it becomes a toxic relationship because you're never content with where you are. So after doing some research, I came up with my own personal list of ways that we can start living in the moment and not always looking for what's next. So the first one is pay attention to the small things. So notice the world around you and be thankful for them. Like I know that sounds a little bit cliche, but it is what it is. Like if you appreciate the small things in life and that life has given you, you won't be as triggered to try to look for what tomorrow's gonna bring. It's like, just look at what today has gotten you. Number two, smile. If you want to know how to live in the moment, you just have to take a look in the mirror and smile. Smile. It literally can influence how you feel. Like I say, which is not always the best thing, but like fake it till you make it. Obviously, I don't stand for that in the grand scheme of things. I want everyone to express their emotions and, um, you know, say how they feel and everything. But at the same time, there comes a time where you do have to just fake it till you make it and smile. A lot of times... I'm so happy because I choose to be happy and I choose to smile and that really sets the tone for the rest of my day and that helps me stay in living in the moment and be content with where I am because I can look in the mirror and just give myself a smile to know, hey, you're all right right now, okay? Number three, dream about the future but work hard today. So dream big, you can set goals and plan for the future But working hard today is always a first step towards realizing your dreams tomorrow. Don't allow dreaming about tomorrow to replace living in the moment. Dreaming about the future is only productive when combined with action taken today. So don't be so hard on yourself and try to be so perfect to the point that you never start the project. A lot of times we are so focused on being so perfect for the future and having all our cards, all our everything in a row before we actually just start the project. Like, like how long are you going to research? How long are you going to try to be perfection 
until you just say, hey, let me just go for it. And that's something that that was a downfall of this podcast, honestly. It's like I took months trying to perfect something. And granted, I love how it turned out because I feel like if you are a new person looking at my podcast, you would probably think I've been doing it for a while because my setup is nice. My social media account looks good because I did all the research. Yes. But also sometimes you just have to press go and start and you really could find yourself not moving forward because you're so focused on being perfect for the future. So I love this one. It's a dream about the future. Work hard today, but don't overdo it to the point where you never start. Number four, don't dwell on past accomplishments. The reason why we're so much, the reason why we look so far into the future and not content with where we are in our life today is because we're taking things that we've done in our past when we were like excellent or we felt like we accomplished something so big and trying to grasp that feeling again. So you're looking forward to the future because you want so badly to feel that excitement that you felt when you won something or you placed high in something. So for me, I'll say like Miss USA. It's like if I'm constantly dwelling on the past of when I won Miss Washington USA, like how am I ever going to live for today because I'm just so stuck in this glamorous year that I had as a title holder. You know what I mean? And a lot of people do this in college too. Like they graduate college, they don't know what they want to do, they get older and they're still talking about their college days or they try to go back to school simply because they just aren't sure what to do next which is fine. Everyone doesn't know what to do, but a lot of times we find ourselves dwelling in the past and our glory days of high school or college days when really it's okay to just be in the moment and be content with where you are today. I probably will say that. I've said that over and over again, but that's just the theme of the episode, okay? Being content today and not wanting more and more and more. Number five, stop worrying. That sounds so like akuna matata, <laughs> but seriously, stop worrying. You can't fully appreciate today if you worry too much about tomorrow. Realize that tomorrow is going to happen whether you worried about it or not. And since worrying has never accomplished anything for anybody, redirect your mental energy somewhere else. So I've chosen to to live a life without worry. My friends or Alex always joke about it because I really just be living my life. Like I'm like, me and my friend, we always talk about, you know that one TikTok sound? It's like Nicki Minaj and she's like, when I pull up on a hoe, what the fuck are these hoes? It's like chaos. And then it goes to another sound of like, I'm spinning like a ballerina. And it basically just shows like two people that one is like frantic and worrying and whatever. And the other person just living their life. I'm the person that's like, I'm spinning like a ballerina. I'm that person just because Everything in my head is like butterflies, rainbows, and cupcakes. And I just try not to worry about small stuff because especially things that are not in my control, like what's the purpose? And even if they are in my control, I'm like, is it really that big of a deal? You know, is it really that serious? So I've chosen to live a life that doesn't overthink. And I'm just doing me like 99% of the time. So really don't worry and try not to be as stressed because like, like I said, you can't really appreciate today if you're worrying too much about tomorrow. And like, even with the news, I recently, honestly, like last year, I kind of just stopped watching it. Not that I'm saying stop watching it because you should know what's going on in your world and knowing your privileges and knowing all of that stuff. I think it's so important to know what's happening and how we can help us as a society and make us a better society. But it got to the point where it just felt so toxic and I was tired of seeing it. I was tired of seeing it. I even have followed some like super toxic social media pages like The Shade Room, which has all the news. And I do check it like every other week just to, you know, make sure I'm seeing stuff that is important and like 
entertainment media, all this stuff that I still enjoy to see, but I was so overseeing it all the time on my timeline. So I chose to unfollow them. And I chose to stop watching the news as frequently because I wanted to live a life without worry and just live a life that felt like rainbows, cupcakes, and butterflies. And that's what I've chosen to do. And that has helped me mentally, I think, not stress about things anymore. So those are my five tips to, you know, just live in the moment and be content with where you are. So that is the end of today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed that. I hope you learned something. I really wanted to talk about that just because I think it's a great reminder, like I said, as we approach the end of 2022 and head into 2023, and we're going to start thinking about what we want for next year, start writing those vision boards in the next couple months, you know, and just really, and I wanted us to really just reflect and use this time to think about how it's okay to be where we are right now. So for Imani's final thoughts, it's okay to just be. It's okay to like where you are right now. It's okay to be still. Every waking moment doesn't have to be on the go and on grind mode. Sometimes you're happy and content with your daily routine and that's okay. I'm not telling you to not have goals, but I am saying that it's all right to not stress yourself out over what could be tomorrow. So those are my final thoughts for today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you, you know, hit that subscribe on my YouTube channel. Make sure you rate the podcast five stars only. And I'll be back in the studio next week. Hopefully with the guests we will see. Either way, I'll see y'all next week. And thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. Mwah!